0: everyone and welcome to the podcast Forte, which means strong in French. Uh, I'm Melanie, today's with me and today we're gonna talk about another different side of how we can um, connect to our inner strength through movement and how it affects us and especially today how it affects our social lives. So if you have not been Noticing, we switched languages two episodes ago. <laughs> we were doing French before. Now we're doing it in English. So just uh, be mindful that I'm a French Canadian. Judy, uh, Judy speaks perfectly French and English. That's not true. But I don't speak perfectly in French. <laughs> Sometimes
1: I don't pronounce
0: words exactly the way they should be pronounced. <laughs> but I'm doing the same in English. The, the tournure de phrase, the, the the sentences are a, a bit mixed up and verb tenses sometimes I get them mixed up but I'm sure mostly you can understand what I'm saying right now so there's no problem at all (laughs) so (laughs) the subject today is social lives and training and I really wanted to do this one and I've been wanting to do it for a long time because to me the moment when I decided or when I really truly started to train more Really, really affected my social life in a very strong way, and that was years ago. But I remember the transition that happened. I remember, like, how it affected um, my friendships, my relationships. My my I was in a relationship with a with a guy back then, and it completely changed the way we navigated through life. And so I really. I was really thinking about this, and I had a suggestion this suggestion of this subject. The um, a friend that's called uh, who's called Sandy. I'm je la salue en ce moment because she probably went through the same thing as me. So let's dig into this. Well, uh, so I'm what I'm curious about right
1: away is this relationship that uh, <laughs> changed. But I want to first I want to hear like. It's it was pretty it sounds like it was a pretty extreme
0: change. It was an extreme change because I started to do the sect of sports mm-hmm. CrossFit. Yeah. You know? So it was all or nothing. It was like suddenly Well, I don't wanna say I I don't wanna make it sound like it was more than it really was. Cause it it, it happened I would say in a three months like period. I went from going like once a week for the first month and then going twice a week for the second month and then three times a week for the third month. Okay. Which is, I would say, and gradually like it, it makes yeah. sense. It's yeah. nothing too extreme. I was very sore the couple of first times I went, but I didn't go full on five times a week, like starting from nothing. Um, and I had never been to a gym before so that's that's an important thing to know I had done um, group sports like I had played soccer I had done sports before but for I would say for 10 years I hadn't done any kind of sports at all I was I was jogging once in a while just to pretend like I was active, but I was not doing anything really mostly (laughs) like out of theater school. And so that was my last year of theater school. Um, So I was already in a sect-like environment because we were spending long days at school with the same people for four years every day, six days a week. Um, And then when I... I walked into the gym for the first time. I got hooked. I wanted to go back. I looked at the girls over there. I, I, I found them so strong. I was impressed by their physical skills. And I really liked the group setting of it, like encouraging each other, because CrossFit has that, um, where where you just cheer on the people. When mm-hmm. you're done, you're like, Let's yeah, go. Yeah, oh, and yeah. you keep yeah. cheering on each other. So it really felt like I was getting into a group of girls who were doing the same thing as me. And it was a girl's gym. I went to Misfit first. So so that socially, it was a super positive. Absolutely. Because it was,
1: you were walking into this community that oh. had
0: open arms 100 it really played a role into me being where I'm at right now because I had these girls who understood that you can have whatever job whatever you're doing the rest of your day but when you go there everybody sweats everybody's like grunting and swearing and making noises and you know nobody cares if your fat thighs are out of your pants you can look however you want everybody can look different and it's it's fine nobody judges anybody Uh, and it's nice too because you you can also have this kind of little not competition but you always chase after someone so you you like to train with the girls that are better than you because they make you better because you have something to look up to someone to look up to so that's what I liked the most at the beginning so at the gym the community was like the social life Really hooked me. It was really fast. It was really easy for me to make friends there because I'm outgoing and it was, it, I wasn't shy and people liked me very fast. On the other side, and that's the let's that's the, the, the motivator. The motivator of the subject was my relationship with my boyfriend at the time, um, with whom I was before starting to train. And then when I started to train, then suddenly the rest of my life had to change a little bit too. Uh, by that I mean, if you start to train, then suddenly you you care about what you eat a little bit more. Or if you don't, well, good for you, but the results are not going to be the same if you want to lose weight. Or and back then I did um, these like 21 day challenges that you where where you, you well. For instance, for me, it was like very low carbs, 21 days. So for sure, I dropped so much weight, like 15 pounds in a month, which all was, it was all water. (laughs) I was just losing water for a month, but still it worked for, and I gained it all back after, just to say, but because it's not sustainable. That's not the problem with those things. Any carbs. But back then I was like, "Oh yes, you know, I'm am starting to train. I've been at the, this gym for 3 months. I'm going to do this diet thing for a month." And then back at home, it made no sense cuz this guy was not training. He didn't care about that. And I was not like that 6 months before. Yeah. So suddenly I was changing, but I was changing not only in the out Side setting of the gym. I was changing at home too. I had to like okay, no rice, no sea, no so. Sa- I I was cutting stuff that we usually ate together, yeah. and then he was like, mm. and he said the famous. and I'm gonna do this quote. He said, "I didn't sign up for this." <laughs> 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 and see, ten years later, no, maybe eight years later, I I still bittersweet. Yeah, for me to think about that because. For sure you didn't sign up for this because who knows how you can change in a lifetime. Yeah. But um yeah. I I had changed. I had I had new goals, I had new dreams, I had new um like inspiration around me and he wasn't into it. So well, he
1: probably felt threatened.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he didn't really want I was all I wanted was for him to find something equal that we could do together or that was you know, he could be passionate about too, but it didn't happen. So uh, ultimately our relationship just started to go from bad to worse. Starting from there. Um, But it also affected like my friendships because at some point if I was doing improv before and then, so I was spending all my time, all my nights, at least three nights a week in a bar drinking till one and it was like smoking weed and drinking beer all night, like all the time. The only activities you were doing with improv people were always like in a bar setting. Yeah. It was never like, let's go for a jog on the Mont Royal. Yeah, You know, it was never, uh, let's go try trampoline or let's yeah. do some kind of hiking. You know, it was always drinking and karaoke or stuff like that, which is fun. And I like doing it. But at the that moment where, when you decide that your life is... your your lifestyle gets different, yeah. then these friendships cannot exist in that setting. And that, on one side, it's inspiring for some of them. Like, some friends are like, oh, what are you doing? It's so nice. It's yeah. like, I want to start training too. Do you have any tips? And people would write to me to have, like, insight on how I did it. But at the same time, others were just like, "Ma, we're not friends with her anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know it's kind of a choice you have to make at some point when you go from nothing to everything. Like yeah. A very intense. I don't know if it would have happened if it was just like, let's say like what you're doing, you're doing jo- a lot of jogging, a lot of running outside. There's no community around it. You just do it by yourself in the morning. There's no diets coming with it. There's no like, it's not coming with a whole setting of things
1: yeah, but I remember when I like I like I went through a period, so when I met um, my husband, I wasn't doing any organized like sport sports thing. Yeah. I, I had a variety of things that I was doing, but not it was not like I wasn't committed to any kind of sport or group. And I started running maybe like four years after we knew each other. I started running with a group of friends that I didn't, I didn't know. I call them friends, but I just knew one guy like really like not super well from Victoria.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he had started a running group on the mountain. And I was just like on Wednesday nights, like I will be going to this. Okay. And uh, it could have been a problem, but it wasn't a problem. And then I started running on Sundays. Like I created my own little group. Okay. And so it was like doing those things was fine until I got pregnant, and then we had kids. Like, and then yeah. now when you have kids, like, you have to really pick and choose the kinds of things yeah. that you go do because you don't you don't have you don't time. Have but, yeah. So m- my husband never was like, "What are you doing?" Like, that's because he's not like that. He's mm. he, he's
0: accepting of of that. Yeah,
1: but th- it could be. But then it was like, oh, Judy has this thing that she's doing like by herself that doesn't include me. So there is that. Is, it, it did change the dynamic but it was so good for me because I had been really needing that yeah. so I actually ended up doing a lot better when I was at home because of it but it was yeah. like a, there was a potential
0: for it to to go go bad but it didn't but you see in my relationship right now that's not a problem yeah. because I was already a yoga teacher when I started yeah. dating this guy this random guy <laughs> I'm talking Greg hi Greg, Greg. <laughs> I've been talking about Greg a couple of times. One day we'll talk to Greg. <laughs> oh, my. Um, but it's not it's not a problem because it was already who I was. Yeah. It was already part of my life. I was already not chilling at the bar every night. My lifestyle was already like teaching yoga at 7 in the morning. So it made sense to... I mean, yes, we like to party and have fun together and we like to eat good food. So, yeah, it's hard for me to be low carb in my life right now. But it's, I mean, I don't have that goal anymore. Yeah. I'm not as intense because now I can be a little bit more balanced about, like, what's sustainable in the long term. I'm not doing any 21-day challenge anymore. Yeah. I'm, I could, I mean, I could... If I really wanted to lose a couple of pounds, I could, you know, make an effort. Well, but any anybody, could <laughs> <think>. <laughs> I could. I mean, I'm no, not but, saying that it's perfect right now. Is is what I mean. But like, okay, <laughs> say okay,
1: say you did want to do some kind of like really hardcore intense diet. That would also impact
0: By things my, socially because,
1: yeah. and if you're in. A social environment it's like oh no I can't eat this that and the other thing and then you might even have to bring your own thing yeah and then everybody's like what is your problem like yeah. why are you doing that yeah. and then you have to explain yeah and I've been in situations like that mm-hmm. where it's just been sort of like sprinkled throughout my life I am always very intense about the things that I do so I'm not like half assing casually yeah. doing something and yeah. so then it always comes across as like oh Judy's really intense about <laughs> this thing or Judy's really intense about this thing I mean like tree planting if you don't plant trees it's very hard to understand what tree planting is so it's Oh yeah, I forgot you did that. It's extremely physical I mean, and so then like socially either people think it's super cool or they're like you are crazy <laughs> yeah. um but now like and i guess that bothered me when i was younger like i have broad shoulders but not that broad um and so people would comment on my physique so socially it would be awkward sometimes um yeah that yeah <laughs> but i think what you know what now like i'm just i feel like I'm so much more grown up about it it's like people are like asking me questions about what I what I do and I'm like oh like I'm a weightlifter I'm so proud yeah I it's really like you can shove it like if you don't, yeah, I don't think care. that this is yeah. cool like I don't <laughs> yeah, want to yeah, hang yeah, out yeah, with yeah. you yeah um doesn't mean that everybody has to weightlift but uh, I mean they really should but it's, uh, <laughs> it's the best thing ever um, weights for life weights, yeah
0: weights yeah. for life oh,
1: okay. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, I mean, so, like, now, I mean, I'm, like, I have my family, like, I do my thing. And so, socially, like, I don't, even if people are, like, even if somebody was, like, that's, like, crazy, I I really, I don't think I would care care, very much. But when you're younger, you're more, you're more, uh, it's just so much. People have
0: influence on you. Yeah, it's just so much easier to become
1: influenced. And it's also, like, those, you're trying to, like,
0: define who you are. So. It hurts more when people yeah. like are not like you, or they don't realize that what you're doing is actually good for you, or yeah, or as you're
1: explaining about what you're doing, you're like, oh, why am I doing this? Or yeah, it, like it makes you question yourself in ways that are just stupid. So
0: yeah, um, it kind of makes me think, and it's all circumstantial. Like last night, I had friends over, friends from theater school, and my and my place, and we had drinks, <clears throat> and I was thinking when I went to bed, that I'm like, I think I'm sick of drinking alcohol. Yeah. Because my body does not react good to it at all. Like, it's a true thing, people. If you're 25, yeah. you don't know what I'm talking about. I was laughing at people who were saying like, oh, you, the, the older you get, the more hangover you get. Yeah. Jeez, it's been like six months. I can't, like, I used to drink a bottle and a half of white wine like water. Yeah. No hangover at all with white wine ever. Now I drink two glasses of white wine and I have a headache for like yeah. 12 hours yeah. after. And I have to take like six Tylenols in the, in the next 12 hours to be fine. Which I did today, okay, because of that. <clears throat> and I was thinking, like, it's been, I would say, a month and a half that every weekend I've had drinks. But every time I've had drinks, I felt like shit the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I like drinking, but I'm not self-destructive that much. That I, I would like to be able to spend the day after, even if I had friends over and I drank a glass of wine, if I can't do anything the day after, that to me is a waste of energy yeah. and it's a very stupid thing to do because I love my life and I have so much stuff to do. I don't want to be stuck on my sofa yeah. for a day. You know, I'm not 22. I have stuff to do. And... <laughs> You know, I have a lot of stuff to do. I had stuff to do back then, but, you know, yeah, I didn't care. 22-year-olds have stuff to do, too, but it's different. Yeah. It's different. So I'm thinking that I'm probably going to stop drinking. But then... Oh, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> we never drink together. <laughs> we did, like, once. <laughs> and I was probably trying to make you drink wine, white wine at the park with our kids. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> but I'm just what I mean is, like... I know that I'm going to have to explain, and I have some sober friends that told me this, that, why are you not drinking? Yeah. You're in a party. Why are you not drinking? Yeah. And then I know I'm going to have to explain to people I'm not drinking because I feel like crap. Or, I, But yeah. they're going to think it's because I'm so intense about my training. Yeah. Because when they look at me, they see my big muscular arms and they know that, like, I look like someone who trains. Now, I didn't, I didn't five years ago but now thanks to my coach (laughs) I look like that and now everything that comes around that could be possibly related is gonna be like Melanie you should you should
1: should be careful because if you, you train too much you train too much or why don't you just like let go like yeah. just chill out just yeah. relax
0: be careful you could hurt
1: yourself lifting why stuff why are you doing that anyway <laughs> all of the stuff yeah. yeah and yes people do they do they do talk like that they yeah. do say those those things
0: it's a little bit patronizing in a way because it's like i know what's best for me and i don't always know what's best for me and i do a lot <laughs> of mistake i make a lot of mistakes trying to find the best but right now i know that what i'm doing like food wise training wise like health-wise, I'm on point. I'm really on a very good role right now. Um, sleep is good, food is good, training is good, water intake is good. So I mean, there's no check, complaining. Check, check. Yeah, check, check, check. And I can feel it. Like I'm self-aware enough, and I have enough self-consciousness and and um, mastery of my own body. Even if I'm not like I'm always gonna grow, but I feel like I'm in a very good place right now. But if I had not drank yesterday, I know I would have had to answer to a lot of, a lot of people, like a lot of questions.
1: But now there's so many great non-alcoholic things that you yeah. could actually probably like get away with not telling anybody.
0: <laughs> they look like cans of.
1: Um, You're like, oh, this is my special cocktail. Yeah, that, gin and tonic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm happy to make you one, but you'd like use
0: normal gin, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I, I'm dealing better with this as as I'm saying, than I, when I was 25. Yeah. It would have been different.
1: Well, it's how people perceive you. Like, it's all... The social thing is related to how people perceive you. So if you want to appear normal, which most of us do, like, fundamentally, like, accepted by everybody around us, yeah. then you start doing something that kind of diverges from the norm, and then people start, you know, they start kind of saying weird stuff about it. or But it's just, like, childish, not to be... Yeah. Like it is so yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. To, and I mean, like, and who are they to say? Like, would you go up to them and be like, wow, you're looking really skinny. Like, uh, and you also look, you look like, like your shoulders going to break if you lift your And arms. you look really tired and your trapeziuses are like extremely
0: tight. I think that you like should work out. Like, no, you're not going to do that. But I know that's what would be best for them. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. That's the thing is like you're saying the word normal. Like what is normal? Yeah. What normal, is normal is having pain in your shoulder after fifty and cannot lift your hand overhead. After sixty, is well, that what normal? Well, people is? think it is. They say, "Oh, well, I'm getting old." Like this yeah. is this is old. My age. back hurts. I, my back is broken. I'm gonna have back pain for my the rest of my life, and they think it's normal. For me, I dread. Like I really don't want to be like that. Like it's pretty much. It's something I'm. Trying really hard not to become so, but socially you can't just walk
1: up to people and tell them and say you should do this because no. nobody wants unsolicited advice. No. It's not a no. fun thing to receive. No. So then it becomes you know it it's it's hysterical. you have to have
0: some kind of tactful like a like, podcast yeah and and make sure people listen to it <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody can interrupt you. You can just say whatever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but I mean, I think there are solutions on both sides. Like you can also chill and take a chill pill and go to a supper with your friends for sure, and drink and eat regular and pretend like you're one of them, <laughs> even but if then, you train. But then and you they know, don't.
1: Well, but then you know the next day, like, oh, I'm just not going to feel good. So maybe yeah. you are more choosy about when you exactly. do those things. Or
0: you can convince all of your friends to go train with you and slowly get them and bring them onto the the training train. <laughs> yeah (laughs) (laughs) do like like or get very good friends with people at your gym and then forget about your old friends and then
1: (laughs) yeah well that's like that's opening a whole can of worms of like who do you want to be friends with (laughs) who do you want to surround yourself with yeah yeah but it sounds like in especially like the earlier part when you were like really becoming more intense about it the like, identity shift was just, like, too much for people around you.
0: Yeah, it was. And I didn't even know that it would happen. Like, I remember the first couple, like, like there was one coach in particular, and I shout out to Jero on Instagram, Jennifer Rochon. She's amazing. She's she's amazing. And she had this, and she still has, but she had this amazing body. And I was looking at her and I was like, I want to be like her. When I was looking at her while she was coaching and I I I remember going back because I wanted her to know that I went back so it it was totally my motivation was totally around her existing in this gym so the first two three months every time I went I made sure I was going when she was coaching and I made sure that to tell her that I was going and she was she really was my motivation and I I I I had no like I had no strong friends I had never been in a gym in my life none of my friends like as I said all my friends were doing improv and drinking yeah. so nobody around really me drastic. was yeah it was nobody around me was training so I, I added her on Instagram and I remember looking at her Instagram page even today it's even like it's been five eight years so it's, it's way worse but she has much more pictures but she used to have a lot of pictures of her training and it, it was like very uh, obvious looking at her her Instagram page that she was a trainer. She was a coach. And I I told her, "Oh, wow, your Instagram is so cool." And she told me, y- "You don't believe me right now, but very soon your Instagram is going to be like mine." And I'm like, "I I remember saying like, no, I don't think it's going to happen." Well, guess what happened? Like a month later, I had like, oh, sweaty picture of Melanie in the gym. Oh, these Nike shoes that I bought. Oh, Melanie's doing jugging. Melanie's doing whatever, you know. And yeah. oh, my first power clean or, you know, videos of... So it became that thing that I didn't even expect would happen. Yeah. I was looking at people, um, admiring them, and then suddenly I I became yeah. exactly like that, you know. So it, I wouldn't have guessed all of this would have happened when I first put like walked into that gym. Yeah. The first day. But it did because I think I was meant to be around all of that. And yeah. I, I was meant to be strong. Yeah. And I didn't clearly. know. Yeah. Well,
1: cause you are very strong Like I am. without doing anything. You're very strong.
0: Yeah. But I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. why I had big thighs. Yeah. I didn't know there was a reason behind this look of my body. So then, walking down that path, yeah, you had like you had a few casualties on the <laughs> yeah. on sides. But at the same time, when somebody says, "I didn't sign up for this," you just you you're slowly, like, "Well, you slowly I did leave. sign up for it." so... Yeah. Sorry, I'm changing, but yeah. I like what I'm becoming. Yeah. So,
1: and that's that's like a really, I guess that's a really important message here. It's like you know what you want to do, and people are gonna say all kinds of stuff about it, mm. and. I mean, how important is what they say? Yeah. It's like, that's for you to, that's for you to measure. judge, yeah. Yeah. But people say a lot of really weird stuff. And it's not just about training or your body or like whatever. It's like, okay, what? You're like changing
0: jobs or, you know. They judge so easily. So you walk the path you want to walk. Yeah. And who knows? This path might lead you in
1: five, eight years, ten years. To an amazing Instagram page,
0: <laughs> full of squat pictures, <laughs> <laughs> talking about Instagram. No, sorry, <laughs> I interrupted. We're you. gonna we're gonna try to feed our Instagram page oh, yeah. a little bit we, more. Yeah, our Instagram page <laughs> is actually
1: really lame, so we need to work on our beautiful uh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, but we page.
0: have kids and lives, and, and yeah. I would prefer to bench than spending an hour on my phone. Trying to put pictures, but you know, we'll we'll try to get better better. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. We're on Spotify on Buzzsprout. I think it's buzzsprout.fort.com if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, I think that's right. You can you can look it up in Buzz buzzsprout.com, and then find Fort F O R T E S, which means strong in French.
1: Because we're two strong women talking about <laughs> strength. <laughs> <laughs> nice, if you hadn't noticed, <laughs> um, but also like wherever you're listening to this podcast, we'll provide the details for these things. Yeah, uh, below.
0: Thank you for being here. Thanks. Bye. Bye.